Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my conversation today is with uh, two, two people called the sentimentalists. You're going to uh, get to meet Chris and Steffi, and, and we're going to talk about a whole uh, lot of things. We're going to talk about two people, Mysterion and Steffi, uh, and their special way of communicating. And you're saying, hopefully you're already asking a question, what, what exactly does that mean? Well, they're, they're, the sentimentalists are entertainers, they're, they're, they're mentalists, they're mind readers, they're magicians, they're all of the above. We talk about skepticism. We talk, again, once again, we talk a little bit about everything. Uh, we talk about um, mind reading and Yuri Geller and, and um, this idea of aesthetics and, and, and this promise that Mysterion made to himself as a kid. He's, he's fascinated with the circus and with oddities, as he calls them. And one of the things that I really uh, love about this uh, team uh, of entertainers is uh, these partners is that they they really do love what they do and they have a marvelous time sharing that with others and in some way it seems to me our our interview was really about that generosity uh, of being able to to share with others and make people wonder we talk about uh, a scientific headspace and 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 about things that are uh, uh, true uh, versus being so obviously fake burlesque clowns how interesting and odd is that so please do listen in don't don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my public speaking and where you can get a hold of me and, and uh, more information about my writing and face-to-facelive.ca for a whole host of other interviews about uh, what uh, I'm up to and the people that I'm interviewing. Coming right up, the sentimentalists. Well, welcome to Face to Face. I'm joined by uh, two very special guests today here in Toronto. Sun is shining. It's a gorgeous day. We're on the edge of spring, it seems to me. And I'm uh, joined by the sentimentalists. Thanks, guys, for, for uh, being available today. Thank you for having us, David. 
Thank you. So, so we're sitting at uh, your house, uh, Mysterion. Is that is that is That's that my name? Yeah, is that yeah. your name? Yeah. yeah. I always so, wanted to be a firefighter, and then you know, with a name like Mysterion, and there's a fire. I wonder who did it. Yeah, well, it's it probably re- him. Rem- you know what? It remind- <laughs> I'm old enough that it reminds me a little bit of Spider-Man. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How can it not? Mysterio. Right? Yeah. Mysterio. You yeah. Add an N on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like cereal. Yeah, the f- the friendly neighborhood, right? That could be my cereal, Mysterios. Mysterios. It could be the five ESP symbols floating oh. in a bowl. We could be on the edge of millions, That's right? It. On millions, it's a new, it's a new. Uh, it, would it be a brand based cereal? I don't know. I think it has to be. Has to be. It has to be. It has to be healthy. Something yeah. to help you grow your brain. Yeah. With bread. Sold only no, by. No, I think it should be sugar cereal. You yeah. get a prize inside. You sold only at Whole wheel. Foods. It would be a Whole Foods <laughs> exclusive. Exactly. So, so we're sitting in your house. Uh, you live here in in in, in central Toronto. Uh, it's kind of a museum. It's, uh, it reminds me of the circus. It reminds mm. me of a, as a kid going to uh, flipping through books in libraries. I mean, there's so much. I don't know where to look. Well, thank you. I mean, That's it's a yeah. compliment. Yeah, That's no, it's fascinating. What I'm trying it's, to, yeah, to do here. yeah. And you ain't seen nothing yet. You've only seen the main room. Yeah. There's two other rooms. There's a room full of oddities and freak pieces and history, little bits of history. And then the other room uh, to our left over here is all toys, wall to wall, ceiling to floor. And the, and the door is very mysteriously closed yeah. right now. So we're, well, cracked open, actually. It's more, it's more so to keep the cat out. Oh, okay, okay. So re- a very practical reason. Yeah, yeah. But we've got, we've got Beatles memorabilia. We've got Titanic memorabilia. We've got, we've got old 45s and Barnum and & Bailey and, and, and signed photos of old TV shows that I used to watch in the, in the early 70s. I mean, so, t- so tell me a little bit about that before we start talking about you guys as entertainers and, and, oh, and what you is, do. This is just what I love. What I grew up watching definitely influences my career choice. I loved watching, you know, uh, shows like The Munsters, The Twilight Zone, um, things like that really uh, piqued my interest in the supernatural. Would have mm. been more The Twilight Zone, obviously, okay. not yep. The Munsters. It's a comedy. Uh, but definitely the aesthetic of The Munsters, I liked the whole uh, throwback to the 30s, Universal Monsters, you know, growing up. I was raised by my grandparents, so a lot of the things that were in the house were a little older than would have been if I was raised by my parents. And so I was exposed at an early age to Karloff and Lon Chaney and, you know, even Bing Crosby and names like Nat King Cole that were played on the uh, on the stereo um, sort of overshadowed what would have been the mainstream music of the time. Uh, and so I had a, uh, I have a deep appreciation for that era. Um, and of course, Steffi does as well with the clothes she picks and the style of music she enjoys. Same type of thing going on with her. But this whole house is basically a um, a promise I made to myself when I was a kid that when I went to Ripley's, I went into the uh, gift shop and they didn't actually sell shrunken heads. And I said, well, why can't I buy one of the I mean, shrunken what a, heads? What a shame, really, yeah. too. You know, it's kind of a, you know, it's a tease. You really should be able to get a shrunken head pretty much wherever you want. Yeah, of course. You know, corner store. It's all about access. What a cheat. What a cheat. That's right. You know, the funny thing is they didn't even have a plastic one. I just thought, you know, by the book, right? Not even a fake shrunken head. So I said, you know, I said to myself, one day I'm going to own my own Ripley's Museum. And Mm. and then I also said to my folks um, uh, when I was young. um, You're not the boss of me. Yeah, you're not the boss of me, huh, say? Uh, that one day if, uh, I'm going to buy every toy in the toy store mm. if I ever make it. And I did. That's accurate. 
let's we'll talk we'll, well talk that you have all the toys yeah yeah that still rem- well you've got hopefully a long Lots career ahead of you I right still so do. That's, i'm still that's, young that's, yes at yeah, heart yeah, yeah you're yeah. the you're the longevity you're, stuff you, what's interesting to me is you the the monsters i think oh, is I interesting i love the monsters too but they were they were nice monsters Right. Oh, sure. Absolutely. They, they they kind of almost humanized monsters. In they a way, were unaware right? that they were that they were, they were weird. Right. Whereas the Adams family knew they were weird and they pushed those boundaries. The monsters were naive and did everything. Working class guy got up, went to work, went to the funeral parlor. Um, you know, has a kid, carries the kid on his shoulders to the park thinks everything's innocent, but everyone freaks out and runs away. There's something really fun about that. And here's a piece of Munsters trivia you probably don't know, that the Munsters universe is the same universe as Leave it to Beaver. They actually live on on parallel streets. In in, in 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 their world. In their world. Okay, yeah, it's the I didn't, same producers. I didn't know that. It makes makes perfect There's sense. There's an episode right? of uh, Leave It to Beaver with Larry and Beaver walking down the street, and they actually pass the Munsters' house. And it's on the set. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. Love that kind of trivia. Yeah, it's really fun. So, Steffi, are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys entertainers? Are you mentalists? Are you magicians? Are you? Uh, are you? Are you actors? Or whatever you want us to be. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we we're all of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the the most important thing that we are is that we're best friends. Mm-hmm. And that we we just love hanging out with each other. We just hang out with each other in different locations and sometimes we're paid to hang out in certain spots because people want to see us do things because we just like to have fun with people. So would you guys do this even if you didn't get paid? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have my bag packed for after the interview so I can go out and promote a show that we're doing on Tuesday and I have some effects on me because I'll see a person standing on the side of the road and I'll go, hey, hey, hold on a second. You know, it's you. Quick, name a card. Five of diamonds. Look what I'm holding. Holy cow, what was that all about? You know, there's your moment of the day that I've brought something to somebody who didn't expect it. Uh, you know, um, and is that a random act of magic. And we do that together all the time, yeah. right? And is that with the idea of, you know, of promoting the show? No. Or is that of, is no. that of stepping into somebody's no. life in a kind of a mysterious and wonderful random way? Random act of magic. Yeah. Just, random just random really, act of magic. You know, really make somebody feel... Uh, like they just experienced a miracle. I mean, we we always do it. I feel I feel like we actually do it more when we don't have any shows going on, just because it's we it's, get bored. It's just, yeah, it's just coincidence, <laughs> right? But and and it, you never know who you're going to run into, and it's not who as in a celebrity or someone that you think oh they'll have money they'll they'll give us something if we do. We don't do that. That's not why we go out to go hang out. We go out. You're just, not busking for tips. That's no. right. That's right. We're really just I mean, having never fun. Never taking a tip. That's true. true. Okay, that's going to be the funniest part of the interview, right? There was just this beautiful delay. Yeah, yeah. I'm honest. I don't don't think that's true. (laughs) Don't you remember when? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm always honest. Like even with our numbers, like people be like, "Oh, so like you know how many how many follows do you have on Facebook?" Like earlier today, and you're like, "Oh, like 7,200." I'm like, "No, it's 7,103." Yeah, right, right, right. And when this interview airs, then we'll be able to compare if if we've gone up or down from there. But that's exactly what it is yeah. as of today uh, but no I, I'm just very precise with things and so what, yeah, what, what I love what I love Stevia about what you said earlier is uh, it sounds to me like the, the secret 
one of the secrets to your success is is the relationship is that you are friends that you that you hang out well together that you 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 don't take each other too seriously i mean i'm adding all these bullet points here no, below that true. but oh, yeah we take it, I, but i think that's a really interesting not only uh revelation for me but also just for for other performers right for we, other teams we, we like I, I think one of the other things to add to it is that we genuinely like what we do we love what mm. we do and we love sharing it you know one thing about my home back to that for a moment you know when you're a child and you go to school and you do show and tell right and this is side show and tell mm. i love sharing it i love yeah. showing that it's voodoo cool. cross that i just you know prior to the interview well and it's the David and it's this the cross that i own and it's the story behind the it. the story behind it and then there's a moment you're going holy cow what is this thing and you know we can do that in public we can go out and we can share mentalism we can really make it something that as we all know, as 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 a magician yourself, and it's very personal, personable, and uh, it connects people. Well, it's an, and it's about that moment too. I love that you guys do it just because. And as I get older, I'm finding I want to do magic more for that reason. Like I don't need to be on stage anymore, like yeah. I used to at a point in my life. I don't, I don't, I'm not making my living doing it. So, but I do want to be able to create those moments, right? Yeah. And I'm not sure yet how to best do that. Uh, you know, is it, you know, pulling out the pack of cards or is it about taking something off the coffee table? And you know what I mean? Like, how, how do, you, do they know I'm a magician? So anyway, I'm in, I'm in the sort of the analytical phase right now as I think about this last, maybe this last phase of magic in my life and how I best introduce it for people or share it, like you said, right. share it. Right. So you guys share it professionally, but you also share it. Uh, I mean, this is a part of this is a deep part of your life. Yes, even you know, we'll go to a coffee shop or we'll be out to eat something, and we'll see someone sitting there and like lean in, and it's like, do we do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, go for it. <laughs> and we practice. Like it's how we get Fun. all oh, that practice. Great. Too. Yeah, it's a no, great it's way to. Of so course. we'll be learning something new, and we'll have spent. You know, we can spend hours practicing it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But it's really the real life interactions and the situations. Well, you're learning too. That's so great because I think you'd be learning too about human nature then, mm -hmm. right? About psychology and about just that you're, you're, you're breaking down that fourth wall even in right. a different way than yep. you would at, at a corporate event or at the Royal York Hotel or whatever. Yeah, you find that a lot of times when you go to a corporate event that the thoughts are pigeonholed. A lot of people will pick the same thing. Think of an actor, George Clooney, you know, there, it's, there's a, there's a almost a predictability. You mean like when you're talking about a particular effect that you might do? Uh, of course, as, there as you go. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah, some yeah. context. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. You know, of course, you guys. Don't George know what Clooney. What is that? What George the heck Clooney is he comes got up to do a lot. <laughs> you know, you oh, think no, no, of the no, name no, of a no, movie, no. We'll Pretty ask, Woman. You know, well, that's what we that's what we ask people to do is we go think of the name of a celebrity, and a lot of people like if we don't give them any precursor, if we don't say like, okay, don't pick someone mainstream like. Donald Trump, Justin Bieber, or Brad Pitt, they will pick Donald Trump, Justin Bieber, Bieber or Brad <laughs> yeah. Pitt. Isn't it fascinating, every single eh? Time. Yeah. Now, yeah. especially with drawings. And right. And people ask people to draw a picture of something, and they go, uh, 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 they're on the spot. They just draw a cat or a sun or a house right, or right. a boat. And that is really all they draw. Yeah. So ways we've found to get out of that is by just precursor everything. So before we say to draw a picture, we say, think of... Um, think of someone you love. Now draw something that reminds you of that person. Or um, think of a now person may have no tattoos. Maybe someone very conservative. It doesn't matter. Say, 
not that you would ever get this and we're not going to, not that you would have to get it at your drawing capacity, yeah. but draw something you would get a tattoo of. And make it personal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. And yeah, we can neat. study the different people we meet in restaurants and see how their thoughts are, they vary. You know, right, they're going to be right. totally different outcomes if we're at a sushi restaurant at one in the morning with the table next to us being a bunch of kids next to a event. That just came from a hip-hop show or exactly. something, you know, like totally different from, right. you know, a dinner or lunch in an Italian place. And it's a group of ladies that exactly. are having their 10-year reunion from high school. Exactly. Totally different. And, it, and it's fun because it, it really creates a challenge for us to go, oh, uh oh, they're 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 really stepping outside the box on this one, right? And that's right, what we want. Right. We, want right. that. we want that. And we have to do it all the time in order to get that groove. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure, for sure. Um, the theatrical groove. Yeah. On on and off stage. Exactly. Yeah, which is what I love about you guys. Like I I think when I went one I I maybe first met you I think I might have implied something about that division between. Um, um, you know, your everyday wear and your costumes or something along those lines. And I don't remember what the response was, but it was something to the, what do you mean costume? Like, yeah. this is us. Hey, this I'm, is who I'm we are. A, a right? 40s sweater underneath <laughs> a silk blouse from the 1960s and 1940s pants. And I'm dressed for warmth today. But, and, and it's, it, it's early for me and... Yes, so I'm a little more casual today. Right, right. You still yet somehow look like um, uh, trying to be Garbo, hiding from the paparazzi. Greta Garbo, you got it. There's the name I was looking for. <laughs> that's that's a yeah. great line. Love it. And, and love I'm it. just wearing jeans love, and a t-shirt, love it, love <laughs> it. sitting around my so, house. <laughs> so a lot of magicians, a lot of mentalists uh, are, and I'm not going to try to pigeonhole you guys in any way, but a lot of a lot of them would call themselves skeptics. Good. You 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 made the comment about the supernatural earlier, you know, monsters and some of these things that some of this stuff, these oddities as you call them sort of introduced you to. Are you guys skeptics, would you say, or are you believers? Oh and, God, and, totally. you know, yeah. We're totally skeptics. We're totally skeptics. Um, but at the same time, we love when other people say, I'm a skeptic. Because whenever someone says, whenever someone makes it known that there's something about them that everyone else needs to hear or that you, the magician, need to hear. I'm a skeptic. I don't believe you. That right. means they want to be convinced otherwise. Right. So they're basically put, painting a target on themselves going, change my mind. Yeah, show, and, and show me. And think we're trying to pull the wool over their eyes when in reality we're not even no. coming anywhere close to that. But we're happy to pretend we are. We're up, you know, Our job is to make you wonder. Our job is to change your opinion. Our job is to go... Yeah, maybe maybe I did harness the power of that voodoo cross and made the coin move on the table or whatever at lack of a, a better explanation. You know, and then you're gonna look at it and go, Well, I know you didn't harness the power of the voodoo cross and I know the coin moved by a scientific natural means, but I don't know how you did it. Right. That's all we need. We just need you to have that moment where you go, I don't know how. That was great. Um Wow. So yeah, you're not you're not yeah. looking. And it's really very what detailed. It is. Very detailed. Yeah. That's right. I don't know how that was great. Wow. wow. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. But you're look. But you're looking for the wow moment. You're yeah. looking for the mystery. The as you say, you're, you 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 want to make them wonder. Yeah. I mean, and isn't that what most probably circus performers want and most actors want? I would think most most poets. I would think and maybe 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 a little bit different. But but it's definitely connected, right? Take yeah. you to a place that you wouldn't normally go. How's That's that? That's right. That's right. I mean, and, and in this instance, you know, when I think about being a kid, you know, I saw Doug Henning live when I was a kid and, and that was big to me. I mean, that was, right, that right. was, that was amazing. 
and I watched him do uh, the origami illusion. There's this really fun photo of me, and uh, I'm 19, and Doug Henning's standing right beside me. It's at the O'Keefe Center, which is now, I don't even know what it's called, but I was, yeah, I think 19. That's a long time what ago. What year was that? And I actually had a full head of hair, oh, and I'm wearing that? this new wavy tie, and still had blazer. It was right. like my, as Elizabeth okay. would, well, would say, style. my costume. Sure. And uh, uh, anyway, it's it's out there on Facebook somewhere. We'll, we'll have to find it. I saw him was at the O'Keefe Center. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's a, it's a the few, hummingbird or the uh, O'Keefe whatever it, it is now. But yeah, time. that's a yeah. Few, few years you ago. You got to post that on Instagram. Yes, I, I would. You know what? I'll find it and I will I think you would it. look good with a Doug Henning mustache. <laughs> oh, no. Well, here's the challenge I don't think I could grow one. I no, think that's part of the problem. I can't. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, seeing guys like that mm -hmm. and going, you know, what is this all about? You did know, you, did you, Chris, did you have the experience of what? is going on like i mean yeah. i remember when i saw my first mag uh, big seeing magician it on tv and then seeing yeah. it live was a whole different experience. very different experience right and and now and i think for me and i don't know if it's the same for you guys but it was how can i try to create that experience for other people you know i still when i see somebody uh do something when you guys did the matrix bit with me at the at the uh, uh, old mill yeah. there was a bit of that isn't that wonderful, you know? And, and and that still happens after all these years. And so, you know, how how do we get to that more? That's what I want to get to more as a as a as a dad, as a husband, as a friend. How do how do you get to those mysterious, wonderful moments? Because we get a lot of stuff that isn't that in our day to day, right? Yeah. It's the cynicism, the news, the the, the the yeah. Well, I think that anything what we do we practice this all the time so it's a lot of time put into it to mm -hmm. create a moment mm -hmm. like that but if you want a moment like that yourself not just you but if mm -hmm. one wants a moment like that to give a moment like that to someone else right. you can give that moment to someone else with a lot of planning it's a lot of planning and we don't do pre-show it's a lot of pre-show if mm. you want to do something like that and it's so worth it if I think if you give that moment to someone else, if you do all that planning, if you do all that, oh, you know, let's say it's going on a date with someone, okay? Like, this isn't this isn't uh, rocket science for this age because right. you can just right. go on Facebook and stalk right. the hell out of someone and sure. find out things that they really like. Oh, she really likes the color purple. Oh, and she loves flowers. I'm right. going to get her purple right. roses. Right, right, right. right. So right. You, could, you could figure that out and someone might go, mm, how did he know that? So, but let's say you did something like that and it's not, there's no Facebook and you've done that for someone you've done the the footwork to find that out that's a, that's a moment like that where you go how did you know oh I just thought you I got mm -hmm. this feeling you'd really love the color purple and I thought you know roses are so beautiful just like you I got you purple roses bang <gasps> right bang. So yeah. that's connected a, it's a lot of pre-show work to get to that moment yeah. well but, but then it becomes about story too right yes and about the narrative and how you how you contextualize it that's that's the magic of it to yeah. me yes right? and in that moment of that that wonder and that wow you're by giving that to someone else you'll find a certain pleasure in yourself right 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 that you you've never realized so i don't want to go all too corny on you but mm -hmm. i love this the grace the the gratitude the generosity attached to all of that like that's really lovely yeah. and i and i've said to my kids just recently if if in doubt err on the side of generosity yes err on the side of gratitude like what's what's the downside right, right? i mean i'm sure there probably is a downside but but uh, anyway it's uh, yeah lovely lovely stuff is there a demographic 
um, and I don't know what the question is here, that takes you more seriously. Um, so so where, where's the skepticism? Is it in older people? Is it, is it younger millennials? Uh, or uh, do you think it's just kind of across the board people kind of want to believe in this kind of thing in a, in a certain way? Does that make sense? I, I, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I would think that it would actually be the children that are more skeptical, but it's yeah. not that they're more skeptical. It's I feel like adults are more skeptical are just as it's, it's across the board it's all the same but i think children are more vocal about their feelings right. and they're less unapo- they're more unapologetic about sure, sure. how they feel and they go yeah right man i don't yeah. believe that and I they'll turn the to coin. him they'll be like he's telling her this and then we do something and then they're like i don't know i don't know anymore i'm freaked out and then they leave but you know we get that we get that same reaction from drunk adults so yeah. i mean we get that same reaction from sober adults i mean we, we you know it's, <laughs> it's true it's kind of you know we were in uh but I'm I'm saying that the the equivalent the equivalent of a child speaking their mind is the equivalent to an, a drunk adult, adult speaking, speaking their mind. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Sure, sure, sure. We were down in um, oh where were we? We were in uh, we were in the states somewhere in the states. We we're in Ohio, and we found that. And I'm saying this with the utmost respect. I we found that a lot of people who are from different demographics. Um, are prone to automatically believe you have supernatural powers mm, interesting. based on their religious beliefs sure. and based on their sure. uh, superstitious beliefs. Sure. And maybe also that asking questions doesn't necessarily mean that they'll get answers there because I think in, in some with some of the religious beliefs, and I'm like, and I nothing nothing wrong with it. You know, you, people have their own way of doing things. Um, you'll see it in television stints as well. Like I've seen it in The Simpsons and all sorts of things, um, where they don't talk about sex in some ways. Like some like protection is sure, sure. like absolutely not right. So there's certain instances like that where you may have questions, but they're absolutely not going to get answered. Right. So why bother asking? Yeah. So sometimes we find people ask less questions and they just leave going. All right. Yeah. That yeah. it is what it is. It right, is what it is. Right, right. I find that in some areas um, where there's more of a, um, I guess, a scientific headspace, um, people will come at us and go, you know, I know you did something. I know there's a trick involved. I know that there's a, um, a method, uh, but you did a really good job at doing what you do. And I can't quite understand what you did, but, you know, kudos to you. Whereas on the opposite end of it, you, you, you have some people that just look at you and go, yeah, you're, you're blessed with a gift. Right. And, and it's interesting when, when you see this happen and you have, to, you have to know how to approach it. You have to say, well, you know, everyone can do it without giving away our method. Everyone can do what we do with the right amount of training. I have a joke. I say a child can do it with 30 years of experience and practice. Right. You know, you can do it too. There's nothing supernatural about it. Um, and they're just going to walk away going. So you're, pre- you're pretty clear about that. Yeah. Of yeah. When, and there are, there are other it. performers who aren't, right? I mean, oh, yeah. there are other people who are doing work like you guys who are not clear about that. And I... I don't know. We could talk about ethics, I suppose, uh, if we want. But I don't like disclaimers. I, I've right, never thought right. that you should stand on a stage and say, everything seen in this show is right. blah, blah, blah. Right. I think the audience are intelligent enough to know the difference that, you know, we, you know we're we not going on stage to right. try to convince right. them. We're not yeah. Yuri Geller. You're not looking for followers. Yeah, exactly. And, and if someone isn't intelligent enough to know the difference, then the rest of the audience that is will have a good time watching that person freak out. Right, yeah. so right, right. It's, Sometimes it's, it's about watching the reactions. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. afterwards, if they really must. Hey, listen, I've had people, because um, I take all the calls for, for what we do. Right. And I've had people call me at four in the morning. 
and uh, say things like, uh, where's my wife? You're Mysterion. You know where she is. Sit and tell me where she is right now. She's cheating so on me. So sort of fortune teller like crystal ball And I said, listen, I, I don't know where your wife is. You know, I'm, I'm sleeping. You know, right. she's not here. You know, and you know, um, you know, I'd say if you, you know, something as simple as this, if, if you're sick, go to a doctor. Don't go to a psychic. If you want to know where your wife is, hire a private investigator. If your husband's cheating on you, you know, get a PI. There's, there's real rational ways to get the answers you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Don't call a mentalist. Right. That's, that's the funniest line. That's the new tagline. You know, don't call a mentalist. Don't call a mentalist. Yeah. Yeah, like, call a doctor. Call a doctor. You know, I can, hey, listen, if you're in that's front of me, funny. I can I can look at you and I can tell you what's wrong. doesn't mean I'm a doctor. It yeah, just means I'm yeah, very observant. Yeah, yeah. My favorite response from people when they see what we do is to go, well, you know, I understand that what you're doing is really interesting and and you know i can't really explain it and i know because we'll tell we'll tell them you know well it's not per se real yeah right? sure sure and we're pretty we're, we're very upfront when i say pretty upfront we're very upfront but they'll go you know i i realize that you can't tell me how you do it but i i i just have this feeling and i know that you're not supposed to tell me Right, because right. it is something bigger, and I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't well, explain I think, this. Well, I think you way. open up the. Uh, so people, I mean, I think, I think even skeptics, there's a part of us that want to believe, right? Yeah, in of course. Something, whatever it is, right? I believe in numbers. Well, I believe in rationality. Right? There's, there's this sense that there's. And that's I think skeptics it, who want to talk about it, though. If skeptics right. don't want to talk about it, right. Their mind isn't open to having it changed. Well, what I love uh, what you were just saying about the the the. Uh, the, the the story, the anecdote that you had sort of led me to think that even the skeptics, even the rationalists, the, the mathematicians in the room are not quite sure. Well, <laughs> that's what I father. love. That's what I love, right? They're but, just not maybe. You know, something. we were on a boat with Steffi's father um, with uh, some of his friends. Doctors, and, scientists, pilots, like engineers, people who... These like, are educated people. Yeah, they have, they yeah. have a little bit yeah. of uh, yeah. university and college under their belt. You know, yeah. leaders yeah. in their fields, yeah. too. You sure, know? sure, and, sure. And, yeah. and, you know, we were doing our bit just on a sunny afternoon and having fun with them. And it ended up being a full hour show. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, the wallets came out, the drawing. We were, you know, running, grabbing a pad of paper, Bucks. makeshift blindfold like the whole shebang and you know her father was kind of looking at us laughing and going i, I can't believe these idiots they're <laughs> right. they're telling me they're you know, buying what, what was it they said to bob they said has she always been able to do this wow you know that's cool uh, yeah you know yeah she has and then you know you of course being who you are oh he can do it too About he, my father. He, he just hides it right and he'll lie he'll say he can't do it but he can do it rest be sure don't don't believe him if he tells you otherwise right, right, right. and these are scientists going wow this is fantastic yeah, you yeah, have psychic yeah. ability it's and like, he yeah. goes i'm ashamed what? And There's, he says, "I'm ashamed." Yeah, I love, I love the, I love the question mark, right? Yeah. I love the big question mark that that <laughs> just poses for everybody. Yeah, doesn't what, it though? That, well, that's what I love about all this stuff, right? Yeah. Even, even if it's for a brief moment. Yeah. Right. Even if, even if for a brief moment you've been taken, and that's what I was talking about earlier with that, that when we met, or the second or third time we met at the old mill and the Matrix moment. Those moments for me, I can, a magician can still uh, show me something, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm taken back 45 years uh-huh. to when I first saw that, and my mouth dropped open, I went, I, I don't know what's going on, but it's yep. amazing, right? Like, that's yep. so great. It's hard to capture that. It is really hard to capture that, and I wish we could stay there a little more. I, I, I wish sit, we weren't. 
so rational all the time that we could live in this space a little more you know it's uh, I don't unfortunately know, some... as as entertainers in our field as magicians we know methods yes. and then we'll often watch other magicians yes. and we're not watching the trick we're watching the presentation yeah. and we're more impressed by the show and what the pattern or whatever the whole experience yeah. opposed to yeah. the miracle because yeah. you know the, the you know context, we kind of have an idea, yeah. an idea of what's going to happen or because we've just been exposed to it so much we were down at the magic castle and uh, we were watching that one guy who, who oh, was in the parlor. he was fabulous. Mickey? Mickey. Mikey? Yeah, something. I can't remember his name right now, but he, he was doing stuff where my jaw was on the floor. Right, And nice. I was going, come on. Nice. You know? And here I'm laughing, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally right out of my, you know, stoic. I'm in my yeah, suit. Yeah, I'm not supposed yeah, to be having yeah. the same reaction as all the, the marks that are yeah, in the crowd, yeah, right? Yeah. God forbid I become one of them. And then within two minutes, he's got me in the palm of his hand, and... You know, it's a wonderful experience and yeah, it's something yeah. that if that's what we're doing, if that is the outcome that people are having from watching us, then I could die a happy man because yeah. I know that I was successful in doing what I wanted to set out to do. You, you, on your website, I think you, you talk about a special way of communicating. Yes. I love that phrase. Yeah. What can you, I mean, it's kind of all of what we've well, been talking I mean, about, I Well, I mean, we have a special way of communicating. Is that the two of you, or do you mean with the audience? And with other people, yeah. and we always make the audience the star, yeah. and it's yeah. not about us, you're the star of the show, without your thoughts, without your choices, there is no show. Right. And so it's what you do is what makes the magic happen, and so that's the whole philosophy behind how the uh, approach is. Uh, you know, there's other little things that I can't really get into with our communication, right. but you know, there are, there are definitely things, but, but generally speaking, you know, um, we have a way of, uh, knowing what you're thinking by that lack of a better word, uh, manipulating, uh, what you know, manipulating how you, uh, perceive, uh, communication and, that being said, it baffles the living crap out of people. So it's about it's about perception. It's about assumptions. Of course. And context. For instance, yeah. if it was dark here in the room we're sitting in and we had candles lit mm -hmm. and you started doing some of the work that you guys do, it would take on a whole other air. Absolutely. Than it would right now with sun shining in the window and, and yeah. all. I'm surrounded by these as oddities as you call them and collectibles and so on. But it would have a very different edge. That's right. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get creeped out in my home, but. <laughs> I hope not. But some you, people do. I bet. People come in here and they're like, I'm not staying over. You know, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm you not know, spending time. Well, you're not invited. Here. Yeah. That's right. You know, I, I can't stay here. I can't be here. Um, you know, I had a friend that stayed in the back room for a little while between uh, places and. Uh, they basically said, uh, yeah, this, this place is, it's, it's haunted. Right. It's not right. haunted. It, well, it's an interesting comment about what you bring to an event, what you bring to a conversation, what you bring to a relationship. We're back to assumptions and context and yeah. all those things, right? And, and how you were raised and so on. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, no, I think it's, it's fascinating. You brought up Yuri Geller. Yeah. Is he somebody that you you admire? <laughs> I hate Yuri Geller. You I love him, him. and I love him at the same at time. At the same time, yeah. I love watching yeah. him get destroyed by Johnny Carson and Randy, and you know, I love watching him. And that's like, the skeptic in you, probably, just, right? I, not even the skeptic. I just think it's so obviously fake right. that I'm Funny. like, are you kidding me, pal? And like, yet at the same how time... How did anyone ever buy this? But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you got so much gusto for doing this. Like, I got to give you credit. Like, remember when Chris Angel and him were on that panel a few years back? 
I, I think there was I, a program where Yuri Geller was claiming that he was still actively able to do all this nonsense. Right, divine and, and so and, on. And Chris yep. Angel said, you know, if you really can tell me what's in this envelope, I'll give you a million dollars. And of course, no one could do it. And it said 9-11, right? And that right there is why it's important that nobody goes out there and claims that they can actually make predictions and say that what they're saying is going to happen or not happen. Because if you could, you could prevent disasters. You could mm -hmm. prevent... Well, mm -hmm. let me, let me and say And this it. is where it can get kind of dangerous, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then people will turn their attention towards us or people like us and go... Hold the phone. No, 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 no. Hold the phone. It's obvious that he put 9-11 in the envelope. Like, I don't see how no other mentalist could have got that. Right, yeah, exactly. So totally perplexed right yeah. now. How did yeah. no one get that? How did you not know that, How Yuri? did you not know that, right? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to also shout out to um, the magician mentalist who was in the parlor and he did the um the nail and nose oh yeah it's all about presentation that was about presentation that was mark james mark james and he yes. was nail and nose. absolutely fantastic and had my jaw dropped he did so he did some mentalism and then he did a a take on the human blockhead mm -hmm. by melvin uh burkhart who was a, a sideshow performer in mm -hmm. the 40s mm -hmm. who drives this nail into his face and this is this graphic <laughs> trick but he did it with such comedy. It's my and, claim to oh fame. Oh my God, what a great Fabulous. presentation at the castle. Yeah. Had the whole room laughing, wow. screaming and wow. laughing simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. To touch on that, a lot of people don't realize that emotion is the most important factor in the show. If you're laughing and then you you know you, you maybe even crying or have a bit of fear and then and then maybe amazement. Maybe there's something sexual if in, in some certain cases. You've been taken on a roller coaster ride of mm -hmm, emotion. You're mm -hmm, going to leave mm -hmm. feeling high. Mm -hmm. Now, actually, when we were in Los Angeles, we performed on a, uh, it was a burlesque night. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've seen lots of burlesque shows because in Toronto, a lot of the variety nights that we do here, they have burlesque on them. And uh, Mysterion was, uh, he, he did a lot of uh, hosting for burlesque shows and yeah. ran, uh, he was a producer for a lot of shows and magic and all sorts of variety nights. Uh, but there, there'd always be some burlesque on it. Yeah. So uh, this one that we'd performed on, it was a night that was themed to the circus. So there were, of course, a lot of clown acts, and there was a lot of burlesque clown acts. And there was a really interesting... There were two acts that I really liked. One was done by Adam Shows, and it was uh, to Alice Cooper's Dead Babies. Yeah. And it was really, like... It was... It was beautiful like he had beautiful makeup mm. but then and his costume was beautiful too and his act was beautiful but it was like very bizarre mm. and i don't use that word lightly because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that describe you know oh i'm bizarre i'm strange mm -hmm. i'm unusual like how we explain our show in not trying to be bizarre it became bizarre yeah right, his right. makeup was running like tammy faye baker and he became mm. this creature and, and oh, he was, was like great. crying and like pounding the floor and with burlesque there's only so many things it can be like it's that's not true like it can be anything you can make any emotions if you are a successful actor but and performer but the way that the emotions that this person chose to display mm. it was like it wasn't pretty and yeah. it right, wasn't right, funny right, and it wasn't right. um well and every and every and to kitchen. your point everyone in the room is experiencing it in a different way. That's yes. right. Right? Some are freaked out by it. Some are horrified by it. Maybe some are pulled in or in tears, right? And I think that is the beauty of theater and poetry. And I mean, isn't that what art is really all about, of right? Course. And again, we're back kind of full circle, back taking us to a place that 
I don't know, we want to go to more often. Yeah. I don't, and what I'd like to think is, that's a more human place. That's, what I, that, that's the idealist right. in me. So that when we get those great little moments of magic or mentalism or mystery or wonder or whatever it is, circus, macabre, that, that's connecting us to something that's rooted and grounded in something very real and, and um, meaningful and authentic, I think, yeah. is the word I want. Does that mean? I mean, absolutely. I, is that re it's really corny, right? No, but it's what it is. <laughs> but I think it's true. I think it's true. Yeah, it's completely true. And that was the other. Sorry, I have to. I have to continue with this because I was mm, absolutely yeah, so enamored yeah. by this. Yeah. Um, there was a clown, uh, Rex T. Impossible as Cecil the Clown. Oh, this and was great. I loved his act so much. Hmm. Oh my gosh, he was. He he put on a, a wig that made his hair look like he was Krusty the Clown, but it was it was like sad. It wasn't blue. Yeah. It was just like mm. sad, you know. Mm. And mm. and he had a he, he had a big disheveled. he was disheveled. He had a sad face, and he had you know sleeve garters and and stock like you know stocking garters and all that. And he he just he what song was it? I will survive uh, was the song playing, but it was like a sad rendition of it, like a really. Yeah down on your luck like i'll survive yeah you know it was really it was really you know and i felt sad and i felt like i i felt not shame for him but i felt um what, what would you be like i wanted to help and i, I like and i just felt like guilty watching him like Isn't i'm not doing anything to help wow. right now well. and i've never felt that right and I, right I, an act. Yes. which is pretty interesting yeah. that you've never been there before right yeah uh, yeah that's... and that's not something you really get with burlesque like if you had a woman on stage taking off her clothes and you felt guilty watching her take that off you you couldn't watch that you might get mm -hmm. up and leave mm -hmm. it's and you know, I've watched many burlesque acts and felt shame watching. I'm just kidding. <laughs> burlesque. No. I, I I don't think I've ever seen a burlesque clown before. That's there's a few of them now. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous, and it it's was funny a, like he was pulling talk like about, a rubber chicken Talk about out. juxtaposition, right? There, there's contrast, a famous it's... Benny Hill skit where he comes out as a clown and he starts stripping and he removes his wig and then he removes his his mm, tie mm, and his jacket. Mm. Then he comes down to a bodysuit and he's just wearing a fig leaf. Right. Then he removes the, the or giant leaf. And then he removes that and then there's a tiny fig leaf. Right. Then he starts pulling off his hands. It's very Terry and Gilliam, right? Pulls out his eyeball and his dentures yeah. and yeah. and then before you and then you know a few you cuts in and then now he's a dancing skeleton and and he strips down to his finger and the finger jumps off stage right like that's the whole gimmick right, right but i mean right. that's burlesque if you really think about it right right, it's, right um but you know with with galler galler had never had any of this gusto he never had any of this um 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 flair or any ability to really create emotional attachment to what he was doing right so so back to Geller I think you know all he was doing was trying to dupe people, dupe people. using yeah. a method yeah so yeah. I don't think he qualifies as an entertainer interesting yeah well I think and sadly we're gonna have to wrap this up in a couple of minutes but I think it's interesting that we we kind of come back to Benny Hill I mean we've you know entertainment and the and the distinction that you just made that you're Gelly Yuri Geller really wasn't tattoo of Benny Hill on the go. left shoulder yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's all, um, yeah. It's all about. It's all about the story. It seems to me that that he's. I mean, the fact that you make a reference. I mean, how long has he been off TV? Oh my God, thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Fa pretty fascinating. So what's um, so what's next for you guys? I mean, let's talk. Let's talk a little um, bit about that. I know there's some things that you're working on that you're probably not going to talk about, but but is we it? We can say this that we are now currently working with Johnny Podell in New York. Uh, and Johnny was the talent manager who 
essentially brought David Blaine into nice. the network. Okay. And he came out of retirement to manage us. So we were down there this week. Yeah, just a couple of days ago. <laughs> God, so much. You know, it feels know. like a week ago and it's three days ago, four yeah. days ago. And we filmed um, with Johnny. Uh, with a production company that I've worked with uh, and we've worked with yeah. um, on different programs and projects. Rick and, Garbrandt, Gregory. Yeah, really, they did Baggage Battles. That was a show on travel. Uh, so they have the sort of guerrilla style that we wanted right. for this project. Okay. Uh, so we're working on that. Um, we have a few uh, surprises yeah. that uh, we can't talk about that yeah. are going to be yeah. quite good. fun. Good. Um, going back to the castle, we're doing a big production in L.A. in... May. May. Nice. So you guys are you guys are and busy. Got, and got Cecil the Clown on it. Yes, Cecil the Clown and, will be on and, it. And, and and this afternoon you're going out to do a little bit of work on the streets from what you, yes. you said, which is just you've, you've still got time for those moments. You have to. We yeah. have to. Yeah, we're we're constantly updating and practicing, and you know we we do it for us. It's mm. you know there's a there's a lot of other uh, there's a lot of other two person acts. There 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 aren't that many. There's no, uh, four. You know, yeah, well, well no, but there's, there's a lot of people. Work. There's people practicing, and you know, um, now there's. We were just talking about this the other day that there's the fine line between like practicing for yourself and mm. practicing to make your show better, and then practicing because you want to fool the other magicians. Right. 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 Oh, for sure. And yeah. Totally. You know, that's not what we do it for. We actually do it so that it's easier for us to be more clear with each other and you know to be more precise and you know as much as like you know it's easy going and just light between us and mm-hmm, just for mm-hmm, fun between mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. i'm very serious and you are too like, oh yeah she's a, too. she's a taskmaster mm. if i ever make an error oh my gosh i'm You'll yeah, so I don't eat for three days. So she locks me in the basement. There's a ton, there's a ton. What you, it sounds like what you're saying. There's a ton of hard work here. Absolutely, yeah. lots of hard work. Lots of hard work. One, I have a, I, one I, I, big thing yeah, we have coming up that we're really excited about is actually called Viva Las Vegas. Oh, okay. And it's a, a three night uh, weekender of uh, rockabilly music and a car show. Jerry Lee Lewis is performing at hmm. it. Uh, the Stray Cats and Elvira is going to be introducing us. Yeah, that's what I'm fun. really excited about. So fun, fun. that's cool. Um, how come you have a white cat uh, because uh, I oh, felt on. sorry black, for him and black, I love him black cat I mean I it just doesn't make any sense no one wanted this one. Oh, okay. he kept yeah. coming back to the shelter and uh, yeah no he's he's a big suck he's a big suck I love him yeah I know and then he gets white fur all but, over everything. well black cat just seems to make right the whole, I know it's just well, yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah. It has to be could weird. we could we be in a more superstitious place and we've yeah. got a white cat a white cat yeah, well, maybe the, he's maybe yeah. he's the master of this domain maybe with a hey there you maybe go maybe when I leave he becomes a human <laughs> That's right. We're just not aware. We're just not aware. That sounds like an episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, we're just not aware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's that a would good be way a to end. One. We've been having a whole lot of fun here today in Toronto with the sentimentalists. Uh, thank, thanks a lot for your time, guys. Really, really appreciate it. See you in our favorite place. The future. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.